Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Hi, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, so many friends today. I know. Crazy. Did the noise. God <laughs> damn it. Oh, hi. I'm Kimmy. I'm Liza. And welcome to 51 First Dates. This is our podcast where we talk about love. <laughs> love and, and, you know, going on 51 dates. We, we just had number nine. But it's not just us today. It's not. We have friends. No. I'm so excited. <laughs> well, well, Jim is here from Five Home helping us sound great, which is wonderful as always. But we also have a very special guest today. And he is Derek Smith. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) We can talk now. No. Yay. He's my friend, our friend, and um, he's a performer and theater maker with a day job at a um, very uh, large and popular gay dating app. Ah. Yes. We got the experts in the house. (laughs) Yes. Truly. Um, and we're psyched to have him. We're gonna hear um, all about his take on our theme of the week. Oh yeah, <laughs> which is Derek. You want to do it? Hookups. Hooking <laughs> up. Boom boom. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. excited to be here. Yeah, no, <laughs> thank you so much for being here. Yeah, yeah. We're so excited, and thank you all for listening and tuning in and sending in all your cool things. Um, yeah, yeah, the, it's been awesome. The stories and the things and the messages and everything continue to like give me so much life and hope in this yes. terrible world. I'm in a weird mood. I feel like I said at the beginning of every episode. Yeah. 2017, we're all no. just surviving. <laughs> we're all just trudging through. Yeah. And if you're breathing, you're doing just great. Yeah. No, we're all just like knee deep in like yeah. dog shit mm. all the time. Yeah. 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 Except th- this is a total off the mark. I watched Alias Grace on Netflix. Have you guys no, heard? I'm too it's scared. A, I'm too scared. It's scary. It's a Margaret Atwood novel that I don't even remember mm. reading. I think my roommate is my friend from high school, she said we did a whole mock trial of it. She's like, did you play Alias Great? Like, I don't. But I watched it, and there was literal, like, traveling across the Atlantic shit. And I was like, okay, this is the only thing. Sorry, like a full boat ride of going across the Atlantic. I was oh like, God. that's the one thing that makes me grateful for 2017. Like, the puking. <laughs> just, and the, uh, just, yeah. just that. Yeah. This totally. is the worst year, but. Yeah. <laughs> but when we fly, percent. but when we travel, we can fly yeah. and we can order our Tito Sotos on our little punch screens. And it's in eight weeks. The, oh, oh, it was Terrible. very, very yeah. awful. Okay. Oh, my God. Done. That's sidebar. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, 2017, probably better than, like, 1817. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, so really quick before we, we're going to hear Derek's worst first date story, mm. which I'm jazzed about, and <laughs> uh, but before that, we'll just run down our episode really quick, so we're going to, uh, I feel like I said that without any plan of what our episode's going to be. Well, okay, so we have worst first date from Derek, we're going to do date number nine. I'll play my taxi cab confession. I'm so excited. <laughs> Not HBO <laughs> porn show related. I'm <laughs> Jason. Um... And then we'll talk about our, our theme. Yeah. Yeah. Hookups. Do you yeah. have any housekeeping? Do I have any housekeeping? I don't, I I don't do. even know. I oh, of... I do. And it's an apology. Okay. I'm sending, I literally am sending out mascaras tomorrow morning. I have them oh. in their packaging addressed mm. on my, on my night, on my night, my little hallway table. They're going out tomorrow. And I'm so sorry that I haven't sent them out yet. Well, you know what? Just waiting on the mascara. Thank you. Liza took over this, the actual sending of them. But also you had a big weekend. Yeah, but I I did a, I mean, it just wasn't just this weekend. It was, I've been meaning to do this for like three weeks and I have like, it's just, you know, I'm a Gemini, so it's fine. They're coming, they're coming. we promised they're coming. Yeah. And thanks I, for thanks writing for your patience. All, your, all your nice things. Yeah. And I wrote, and I wrote handwritten notes with all of them. Oh, Liza. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I know. But, I well, it, I wouldn't that. have done it if I had done it on time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but still, that's cool. cute. So, yeah, that's housekeeping. Yeah. Very extensive today. I don't, I think I have zero housekeeping, so I'm just going to roll with that. If so, something comes up later, I'll say yeah, it. For sure. yeah. I'd rather talk about go. hookups, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get there. <laughs> this is the most excited I've seen you about. <laughs> Called out. Called um, out. Because it's been a minute. No. Uh, okay. Most importantly, Derek. Yes. Will you please tell us your worst ever oh, first date story? I'm so yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. so excited to hear this. Um, okay, so I uh, use the apps a lot. Um, 
And uh, this was definitely like in my first couple years of living in New York and I was still very green and I, I wasn't, um, I wasn't as like critical or like, um, uh, like negative than, uh, uh, then at all. Um, and so I was, um, I was this really cute guy and you know, it was so sweet. And, um, we like talked, we, we, I'm usually not like much of a like heavy texter or like a heavy sort of like chatter, you know, before mm -hmm. I'm usually just like, listen, let's like meet in person. Then I'll sort of get the vibe. Um, but this time around, right. And, and <laughs> I was so, just raising my hand. Exactly. Mommy, giving that like, like yes, of support. Yes, yes. Yeah. Because I can't, cause it, you know, I, I just, I don't have the time and like the texting and you never know. And it's just a horrible way to get to know someone. Um, something we can get to later is I think sex is a great way to get to know someone, but this was not the case either. I, um, we it felt like I, we got to know each other via texting over the span of like three weeks. And the only reason why I said yes to doing this for our first date was because of that. Um, he was in the gay men's course of New York and I was like, that's chill. Cool. You got your own community, you got your own life, like gorgeous. Um, and he had, um, they were having some sort of like unofficial fundraiser, uh, that was on a boat that was going out of Chelsea Piers and was, I don't know if it was circling Manhattan, but it was like, it was a three hour boat you're ride. You're stuck. And you're stuck. No exit. Um, yeah. And so <laughs> in my head, I was like, I was like, this is chill. Like, it's going to be so nice. And you know. There's food, yeah. I guess. And Boats always seem like a great idea. Totally, right. <laughs> yeah. And like, and again, like so new to the city. And, and also I was like, you know what? And like, maybe they'll sing something. It'll probably be a show, you know, like this is gonna be so cute. Um, I show up and like in my head, I was like, I'm gonna dress so nautical because, <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, for the novelty of it, like, and, and I also thought it'd be a really funny joke. Um, and it'd be like, oh a great, <laughs> it'd be like a great way to like break the ice. Derek, I'm fully um, picturing you in like one of those little boy from the, from oh, the 1920s mm -hmm. sailor costumes, yeah, you know, like, like a little, one piece with uh -huh, a little hat. With like the handkerchief, yeah, like kind yep, of both sides, fully. very navy. Yeah. Gold star. Yeah. yeah. That's a good ideal when in reality <laughs> it was more like, um, it was more like, uh, like boating loafers, you know, okay, those sure. ones that had their moment years yeah. ago, like a few years ago. Um, so a few like loafers with no socks. Um, mm -hmm. and then like, um, maybe some like khaki shorts that were rolled up, you know, mm -hmm. and then some sort of button down that was tucked in with like an exposed belt or something like that, like you know, very like Nantucket. Exactly. Like. It was, so it wasn't really <laughs> nautical. There was no like sailor moment, but it was definitely, it was definitely hinting at something. Um, no hat. No hat. <laughs> okay. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. No like Seeing navy yeah. <laughs> Right, right, right. Um, but definitely a flow in the hair. So... Um, so I, the best part about it too, is I was like, I, the reason I was sold on it, cause I was like, oh, like his friends are going to be there. It's going to be a great way to like, know if this is whatever, you know? Um, so I show up, him and all of his friends were also dressed ex like next level nautical. They were all like way more than I was and, but not as a joke at all. Just like we're sailing, <laughs> we're going on a sailing adventure out of Chelsea Piers no. or whatever. And I was like. Oh, 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 great. Um, and I have to, I just feel the need to say this. He's wonderful. And all of his friends are completely wonderful, but just not what I was expecting, you know, in the moment. Like a little too much for like going out of Chelsea Piers. Yeah. <laughs> like, and on the first day. And when you hear, so, so right. So then, so we get there and meet his friends. Wonderful. We walked to the boat and this boat had not been cleaned or renovated <laughs> like since the seventies, like the, there was carpeting on the lower part, um, that was like cheetah print, oh uh, that God. had clearly never been cleaned. And like a bunch of the cabinets had like duct tape around it. Um, and was like fully, I mean, it was just the food, the buffet was like off brand Cheetos on paper plates. And, um, and like, we hadn't even like left yet. And, uh, it was really dark and it felt like a lot, I feel like half the people that were on this boat were like, on something like yeah. it felt there was something off about this whole cruise thing the other part was i was 
pretty sick. I, I had some sort of cold and my, like, I had my nose is running all this stuff. And so we're on this boat, we take off and immediately, um, there's like a hurricane warning oh and, um, and a storm just beats down. Um, and then the storm, like, and like after like the first hour, the storm clears or whatever. And people start going up to the upper deck. And, um, I realized that this, that like only three, 30% of the people there are for the are there for this fundraiser. Uh-huh. It's like a general like Chelsea Cruise basically. And to my surprise, um, like a lot of like an older community of like, it was all gay men. A lot of like, this older community of um, gay men that were there for strippers that came out that were like dancing on this upper deck and getting just like full boners out. And like, and I was just like, this oh is not what I was expecting. And um, and then the storm happened again. So then all of the people that were <laughs> up there that were just like dancing and like getting their life and like hanging out with these like cocks out just all have to come <laughs> down to the like the lower deck. And so everyone on this boat is just like scrunched up on the first two levels of the only like covered parts of the boat. Oh my god, with like the spongy carpet. With the, exactly, <laughs> the gross spongy carpet and no actual food. Um, and like they are this just the saddest drag queens I've ever seen in my life there. Um, and I was just like stuck there, like in my sort of nautical outfit with my like nautical date and his nautical friends, but then like a bunch of other people that were not nautical at all or in any sort of sailing spirits. Um, and we were just there for three hours on this boat and I could not leave. Oh my God. Um, and, uh, and I never saw him again. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, and wonderful. Rough. Really, really sweet. I... You know, I sometimes when you go through a trauma with some someone, you can't you just, you go <laughs> forward. <laughs> yeah, you know, precisely. Yeah, you can't go forward. But uh, um, oh my god. Yeah. At least he didn't like say anything racist. You know what I mean? Yes, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like I feel like the, yeah, the cherry on top of that. That's exactly. <laughs> the it cherry was on top not... of that is like if he had also sucked, that would have <laughs> exactly, been yeah. like so really the, a garbage exactly. show. Exactly. And the whole reason why I feel good telling the story was because it was not at his fault at all. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But I was just like, and imagine me just like, just, just not coming all, just I'm fully like connected to a tissue on my face. Oh my God. Do you know, like yeah. on this boat. Oh my God. And oh. there's no food. Being stuck anywhere for three hours with no food is really and scary. And brand Cheetos. No, no, that, no, that no, really no, got me. That's no, true. That, yeah. right. I had a lot of horrified looks that none of you <laughs> could see. And that was a big one. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, come yeah. on. That was dark. Yeah. That was really How dark. did you like spend three hours? For me, that's the scariest part almost. Yeah. Just like on a regular date, there mm-hmm. are technically outs. I'm bad at them, but yeah. they they exist. Right. Well, that's the that's a really good question. I love a view, right? <laughs> so I was constantly being like, you know what? Like, this is terrible, but like at least like <laughs> I'm, you know, like here. Um, and like I was just forever trying to like look at the the cityscape or like the view or be like, oh look, there's the Statue of Liberty or whatever, but it was like raining. Oh, and yeah. we were just trying really hard to find like places to sit because it was so packed. Um, and also the drinks were like, t- it was, oh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't remember. I don't remember how I spent three hours, but I got through it. Yeah, uh, I was like modern was day wet. Mayflower. Like when I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> like back. Oh my God. Guys, we didn't even yeah. know. Should we change the day's names to boats? Yeah, yeah. Boats. Yeah. Boats. Yeah. Crossings. Yeah. Yeah. Pilgrimages. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Pilgrimages <laughs> on boats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Um, and I have not been on a boat date since. And I, yeah. Wow. I I That's a really, really, really good loaded. one. I yeah. think you've got a short film there. there yeah. yeah. No, truly. <laughs> or yeah. just do do it as a feature, but that unfolds in real time. Exactly. Like, like a slice sunset. of life. You know what I mean? Like hours. where it's just like you're on the boat yeah. for three hours. Yeah. Totally. Just add a murder in there and like. For sure. As far as I know, there could have been one. Yeah, totally. Like, Make know? it like a whodunit. A, a gay yeah. boating whodunit. Yes. Kind of like Richard Linklater Ian. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. It's right. basically murder on the Orient Express, except it's like a sad Chelsea gay boat. <laughs> murder <laughs> on the sad Chelsea gay boat is totally a movie I would yeah, say. Yeah, and yeah. now I want that to be the title of this episode. Yeah. Yes. So bad. <laughs> but you had a date this, this week? I did have a date this week. 
So you better be able to top that. No, <laughs> I, I definitely hope can. It does not top that. No. Yet. Okay, wait. Who was your date with? I think I know, but you never, you didn't actually officially tell me. Oh yeah, yeah. Because Liza it. helps me pick, but usually offline, and because it got boring yeah. online, because no one can see them. I know. Yeah. Super cute guy. Okay. Is it from Bumble? This was from Bumble again. Okay. Oh, okay. It's been the easiest for you to match on. What's the tea with Bumble? Can you can you just give me like a like a straight? I don't know anything about. Yeah, it. yeah. All right. In real, real terms, I feel like you swipe and the woman has to message first. Oh. That's the whole deal. Oh, Within okay. twenty four hours, cool. or they go away. Oh, that's dumb. so you match and then, but it does feel like the closest thing. Actually, I haven't used Tinder in a while, but we were gonna do that. Shoot. Yeah. I re-downloaded it. We'll do it. Um, so many broken promises on this podcast. <laughs> We're getting married. It's hard. Uh, um, so I feel like they, like you match with a lot of people. It feels like pretty loosey-goosey. Like, it's yeah. really easy. You, Liza's been on my Bumble. Like I'm yeah. obsessed with him. It's easy Bumble. to message. Doing, taking control of your friend's dating It's app, the best feeling. It's the most fun. Yeah, because I've said this before, but it's just like none of the stakes, all the fun. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially when there's like a match thing and you're like, I know my friend's taste. For sure. And you're just like, and totally. you're like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And you're like, you're welcome. Yeah. I got you 30 matches. Liza we got matched. Me, like, pretty much my best date. Oh, yeah. LA date. Yeah. Oh. Also, we matched with like a kind of famous comedian oh, this yeah, week on Bumble and then he didn't back. message us back. Oh, God, that wait. Cunt. Oh God, I really, you'll have to, you, you I may, know you may not have, it may have only been, I'll tell you after, it may okay. have only, it may only be someone who's famous and like, like I, I knew, I know him, but he's yeah. like, he's not famous, famous. Mm. Oh, I, yeah. But like yeah. one of his pictures, one of his Bumble pictures is like him sitting on the couch, like at Colbert, oh, you know, yeah. like, like next to Colbert. Fuck like I was him. like, <laughs> he was no. a little like, I'm a, I'm, no. a, I'm a comic. Yeah. 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 But he's still, also very but I was like, like I want you to go on a date with him just yeah. for, yeah. you know, whatever. The story. Um, okay. So, wanna, so this yeah. guy, yeah. So this guy, super cute, mm. super, yeah, like really cute. <laughs> I was like very into it. We were chatting back and forth. And then it kind of died off, but I have been, I get stressed. I had no time for a date. At, we don't talk about them, but I went on a second date on Friday with date number seven, but we won't go into more than that. Okay. Except for how we'll just briefly say, because yeah. I've said it on the pod, I've never kissed someone first and I did it at the end of our second <gasps> date. Because I was like, dude, come on. He had yes. just been so complimentary. I could just feel him being a little nervous and like, yeah. I just did it. That was awesome. It was a, I was so God. proud of myself. Yes. See, I feel like this is what this experiment is all about. Like, it's like these baby steps mm. of just mm-hmm. like, like break your molds, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it's, it's, yeah, Get trying, it's not about, the whole, we've been saying all along, it's not about trying to find a boyfriend. It's just about trying to like take some power back mm-hmm. yeah. and be like, oh, this is as in my hands as anything else in my life. Totally. And we're also just at an age where we know our own things and we know what gets in our totally. own way or what we do. Yeah. You know? No, especially I feel like New Yorkers are professionally like self-aware and also mm. like professionally like don't fix our, like uh, we're, we're so self-aware of our neuroses and like, I feel like we're always, maybe I'm just projecting, but I'm always like trying to fix them, but I like never really have, you know, like, yeah, no, yeah. I'm just like, I know I do this. I'm working on it. Right, like, right, right. No, like, I'm like in my own little like tunnel. I'm just like, yeah, someday, like I'm totally going to get to that. But like, I'm surviving. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And like, I'm aware of it. So it's not, yeah. can't be that big a problem. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it was a Friday. I had three drinks. Where did you meet? Where was, what was the, the bar? Or was it oh, we went to St. Maisie's this for our second date. Oh, cool. We were going to go see Lady Bird, but then maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> but a Nighthawk. Yeah. But then, oh my God, I Derek! Know, I saw you at Derek Nighthawk. Was, yeah, I know. Oh my God, I saw Derek. I've been waiting for this yeah. on my date number two with oh, date number two. No. Yeah, I'm shout. That was part That's of the podcast. That's so funny. Oh my God. Yeah. That's so funny. That yeah, yeah, we ran so into each other. Funny. Another like wonderful um, female-led movie. movie the yeah. Only type of movie oh my that god. I watch. Maybe that's my yeah. second date move, like Nighthawk. Oh. Yeah, I don't know if I would want to see Lady Bird on a on a date I because I feel that. like I would cry. I, I cried haven't seen so it yet, much. But I know that I, like, I cried so much, and like I was no, sitting I, next to a, a a woman who was probably in her fifties mm. who was just on the journey with the mother character and just cried in a way where I wanted to just. I Hold wanted her. to share an embrace with this. Yeah, with this, yeah. Really was yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I realized that after. I was like, no, no, no. Okay, so but the anyway. first date though, where did you guys? The first what, like, date, what's your move like with first dates? Like, so, how do so you? So many bars, unless Liza right. tells me. Yeah, I can't. I'm trying mm-hmm. to like. She just went on a bowling date. Yeah. I just um, went on two. You don't even two know. Two bowling dates? Oh my I gosh. Have, I sh- okay, guys, I feel like we're. I feel I need to get like clarity. Yes, you're okay. right. Let's I'm, talk about date number nine. Date number nine though. 
texted me like I it was someone I had met online but who was really cute and in, in all my things and then mm-hmm. he had like hey can you hang out next week and then I said yeah sure here's my number but he never texted me so I went back when I was having a I need a date and I was like hey you seem like really cool and so just saying or maybe I hadn't sent him my number yet and then I was like so here's my number because it was like let's grab drinks I was like it's gonna happen and then I got a text from him and it was like hey um I have a friend in town for a birthday this weekend but could you do gutter the bowling alley where Liza had assigned me to go I got literally by someone on date number eight she went to gutter with someone you definitely know i think too yeah okay so i need to know the comedian and that guy's name it sucks to be you guys the listeners yeah Um, Uh, but anyway i'm sorry so many things but i finally i was like got to gutter on a date i was so proud of myself but then this guy goes but i could do like what about like 3 p.m at the gutter this cutie cutie guy a bubble date number nine and i was like have you been listening to the podcast in my head? That's so but weird. I just think he lives in Williamsburg and is yeah, cool. Huh. And and knows that doing an activity on a first date is a good move. Yeah. We've learned this. I, okay, I was just going to say, I'm like on with dates when it's like coffee or drinks or like dinner. I'm like, no, I'm like, I cannot sit in a chair in front of another person who is facing me and being like, this is what my life is like. like I, I, I just not like this is this is a good example of who I am as a person. Like I have no capabilities of doing that. That's how I feel. Like, that, 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 yeah. Like you said, that's always how I'm like, hey. I, I mean, yeah, like, let me perform this yes. for you. Like, it's, I can't. So I'm all about the activity. I'm all about, like, the, either, like, a joint goal. Mm-hmm. Or even if it's just, like, buying a bottle of wine and putting it in paper cups and walking somewhere. We were talking about that, just Dude. moving your literal body. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. what Danielle, our like, guest I feel said. like, yeah. yeah. Like, a par- like a, getting, like, margaritas at Turkey's Nest and going to the park yeah. is, would be a great date when it, for when it gets when it, for when it gets warmer out. Yeah. You, you know, like, that has a rhythm rather than just this, sitting. like, stillness. Stuff around you, you know? changing. You can talk yeah. about the dog or right. whatever yeah, that yeah, is yeah. walking by. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Okay. So, so, also, no. But super cutie. All, all great things. Was proactive about making the date, hap- the date happen, even though he had a busy... Weekend, so it was a day date. It was cool. a Saturday afternoon, so it's the first day date, and we went to Gutter. Cool. And yeah, should I play the thing? Yeah, and let's then... do it. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> I'm not recording this the night of because, in fact, this was a day date, date number nine. Feeling fine. Oh God, Christ. Um, okay, so uh, mm, here's my tease. Uh, uh oh. I liked this one. Obviously, be soon, but like, yeah. That's that's my thought. Okay, talk soon. Bye. Oh my god. Okay, wait. Immediately, you're giggling. Yeah. The first thing is literally you giggling. And Derek, she starts all of these by making the same sound, which is ugh. Yeah. <laughs> last one I listened to was that and I was like I was like okay first of all this is a brilliant this is a brilliant like way to digest a date like I, that's so smart but that is you like that makes me so happy stoked. yeah that's like I feel like only the second like positive taxi cab confession we've had yeah. other than maybe like LA yeah no that's like yeah. LA like just is great yeah we but, love him but don't you feel the sort of need to to be like like yes that's amazing blah, blah, blah. first date and then, yes. like, having a sort of, you know... I think that was mostly because of, like, the podcast. Like, and recording. Oh, yeah. But it was the well, first time aware. I was really excited to get the text. That's so awesome. Afterward. I was like, yes. Okay, so, so I'll tell us about him. Tell us about the... Yeah. He's so cute. Okay, so what does he do? So, he works in, like, tech, but at a fashion place that I oh, cool. utilized. So if that's not too much, like that's it was amazing. cool to hear about, like cool. he's done other things. It was okay. really brief. He, so he had this like big birthday dinner he had planned for a friend mm. that night. And I had dinner with my dad and brother mm. in Williamsburg that night. So we went to gutter, we got a bowling ticket. The wait was forever. Like you really have to wait for bowling there, especially on a weekend. We were like two away from it being our number, but we both had to go. Yeah. We had a beer, and he was like, let's play air hockey. There's not air hockey, but we figured out it's called bubble hockey. Like that, oh like, bubble. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I don't want to. But then I almost saw, he started to roll his eyes, and I was like, do it, Kimmy. 
and then I won. So <laughs> yes. but I never, it was like foosball hockey. Like okay. I've never okay, cool, like cool, bubble cool, hockey cool. makes it sound like we went in a bubble. Like mm. he later texted me that's what it was called. Because you're like, what is this thing? It's yeah, not air, okay. you know. But we did an activity for part of it. Like had one beer, did an activity, but it was just so cute. He walked me to where I was meeting my dad and brother for dinner, which he knew that. And then, like, leaned in to give me a kiss, and I gave him my cheek, because I was like, I don't know this restaurant. My dad could just be peeking out. <laughs> like, and then I just turned back around, and maybe I was just, like, inspired. I was like, I'm going to give him a proper kiss. And, yeah. It was just really cute. I don't know. I just awesome. I don't even know how to explain it. Was awesome. It was just more like, yeah. he was so, so nice, and, like, yeah, Sarah was joking. She was like, you have a new type. It's Texans. Like, he was, like, from, <laughs> like so, like, just, like, sweet and... Huh. Yeah, just a really like gentleman, and so it was so brief, and maybe that's why I was like, yay. Yeah. But but that also might be good to know that like yeah. maybe like a brief first date is good because you can kind of get the you can get the vibe yeah, yeah. The energy and, and also awaken your palate. That's gross. Awaken your palate. That's more of the hookup, I think. Yeah, yeah. we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah. Cool. Dude, I feel like you've been having this angst about like not having sparks or not feeling excited, mm -hmm. whatever. This is only your ninth date. Like one out of nine, like you sh you're not going to feel sparks. Like if you feel sparks with more than, you know, then that percentage, like that's kind you of know. not so normal. Yeah. He's also the first one. I'm like, I kind of want to tell him about this right away or, and yeah. maybe not. Maybe this, now I don't because I've said too much. <laughs> <laughs> Way to play it cool, Kimmy. Uh, well, can we do like well, fifth ask, date for him? No. That's what no. I was going to ask. I was going to ask what date do you think you We've would We've said three. Um, yeah, <laughs> I think that that's sense. good. I mean, I feel like ugh, this you is dumb. I'm him, shooting myself. No, you, you should tell him that you have a podcast in which, well, yeah, you should tell him that you have a podcast about dating, uh, no. dating, but you should not tell him which one so that he can go back and listen. Ah, do you know? Yeah, but it's still the premise is very. I've had and a couple of male like, friends being like, look you up, right? He can like yeah, look your name I up. I think he. Yes, he can. Yeah. Well, I think if you just Google my name, the podcast doesn't come up, though, yet. Yeah, but if you, uh, but if it, you it's know very that you're easy. a podcast, you could go I, into yeah. podcasts. It's, yeah, okay. He could find you. But also, um, it's like, what's the name of your podcast? Totally. And I, I think mean, the thing is, too, is like, <laughs> if you're going to tell him, I feel like you might as well just fucking tell him and be like, this is what's happening. <laughs> I'm telling you because I think you're cool. I feel like it's really hard for, um, or at least from... Uh, my experience of it's so hard for uh, for straight women to like find decent, not psychotic straight men in kind the city. Kind of true, and then that's why I glam onto them forever. Yeah, ever. <laughs> I think decent is a key word too, because right. yeah. I think that the other thing is that a lot of women in the city that I know, and I've probably done this too, like just I've definitely done this too. Like just accept a lot less than they deserve well, because yeah. the men are such fucking shit robots. That's you know, true. and it's like you kind of have to. Of like everyone, yeah. You know, sorry, Jim. No, Jim. That's the thing. I know <laughs> that not you, Jim. Everyone is on the apps, and like I feel like it's it's all it's. I mean, it's just an impossible situation. Yeah, to, and we all just know. are supposed to. Like, you know, we're set up to fail by being told, like, we're just supposed to find, like, the one person who checks all of our boxes in every single way, and it's going to be perfect and magical, and nothing's going to go wrong, which is, like, such a lie. Such bullshit. Yeah. But also, like, we're expected to be, to try to be our most authentic selves after having marketed ourselves yeah. on an app, you yeah. know, where people are literally just going, like, left, right, left, right. Totally. You know? Yeah. I know. I would love um, your, I would love your insight on on the Some apps. of that. Without speaking too Yeah. No, I mean... But just, you're, you work for an app and you also use them. Like, yeah. what's that like? Do you have, like, this, like... First of all... To, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, what I'll say for just anyone who's not familiar with, like, the gay apps, they're very different than Tinder and they're very different from, like, yeah, like um, just in terms of, of how you use them because they're like a grid, mm -hmm. right? And so they're a grid of all of these different profiles. So they're like boxes of different faces. Um, and like and the, torsos. And torso, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> faces, torsos, all things. Um, and what's so different is that it's geolocation based. So like you can imagine that you are at the top left of the grid and then every grid to the right and below you are the guys that are closest to you. Um, so, and the app that I work for does have like a, a Tinder-ish feature where you mm -hmm. can swipe to like match if that's how you want to meet guys. Um, 
but it's it's way more intense. So it and you can put a lot of information about yourself and share stuff about your personality, um, more so than than other gay dating apps. Um, uh, but it's definitely supposed to you know benefit you if you're looking for hookups. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I have learned um, is that, or the way that I've found that I meet guys that I'm into uh, emotionally is by creating a really um, absurd sort of filter. And so usually like for three years on this app, my photo was a photo of me yawning with like four chins and the photo is taken like from below. So it's just a photo of this like absurd hairy chest, just like yawny face. That's not necessarily attractive, um, but it's funny. Mm-hmm. And I found that the that the people that I connected with most were the ones that like saw that, thought it was funny, maybe read a few lines of my profile and was like, well, this guy seems like decent and down to earth, you know? Because I'm not, I have no interest in, I really like, I hate the idea of like marketing myself, of like, of like trying to impress all these like... Mm strangers like yeah. you know most of whom I do not give a fuck about you know yeah um so that's one tool that I've found really useful because then the guys that actually message me I'm like okay so you got past that you know like which means you know there's something that's yeah. empowering about that totally um but I also am looking for something very different I, I don't have I like have this full-time day job and I um, I'm usually in rehearsal for a couple things at a time so I don't I just know right now, at least, I just don't have time to uh, emotionally commit to a relationship. And um, and I have hurt enough people in my past hoping that I did and thinking that I did and and having to, like, drop off the face of the earth, um, which, which is not good. It's like, you know, it's kind of fucked up. Um, and so right now, for at least, I'm, I'm in a place where I'm mostly, um, I have a few regular buddies <laughs> a couple regular gentlemen callers or I'm just like looking to hook up and because I just moved um I'm sort of just like <laughs> who's closest no yeah. sorry yes yes yeah. um yeah um yeah and just like finding people in my neighborhood who um who uh we get along well I don't you know yeah yeah it's so in- I feel like the you were just so eloquent in speaking to that like about mm. just yeah thinking you have time and then not like it just felt like it took a you- lot of mistakes. It took a lot of, you know, um like the first real well I mean, I mean there's no real need to like use specific um examples, but I just you know um I know that right now my priority is just wanting to like make work work with my friends and like I have to rely on this job to like pay my rent and give me health insurance and so that is also a priority um and I have such little free time that the free time that I have I really need to commit to myself I need to give myself like a space to breathe and to like watch Lady Dynamite on repeat in my room or you know whatever um and um making the assumption that I'm gonna be able to like give emotional energy to someone else on a regular basis and like really be there now that I know what that means and what that actually takes and the type of presence that it involves. I just know that I, you know, I've learned, you know, person after person that I, you know, um, for right now, I just don't have the, the ability to do that. But I love that just because it's so eloquent and mature and because I don't know, having been on the receiving end of, I don't have time from that, from, like, straight white men. But sometimes it's really <laughs> genuine. We've been talking about this a bit. Yeah, like, it's and just I like, heard that on, it's on actually, Seven, yeah, yeah, of talking about that. And and the thing is, is um, I try really hard to... Uh, I know the, the, um, the necessity of boundaries now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, there are times where I can feel myself slipping into old habits because I connect with people very easily. I connect with, like, I, you know, I can find things about people and I'm an optimist in that way and I can really, like, find those things and grasp onto them and connect and, like, build upon that. I Like, I'm a sort of, like, natural... Uh, that's sort of just a natural quality that I have. Um, but when I can... When I see that that person is starting to, like, lean into it uh, in 
uh, in a way past what I can give is where I have to be like, I'm so sorry, I, you know, or I have to step back and, and I, have, you know, yeah. And it I sucks. feel like I've dated you in what straight man form. Yeah, like I like, been, and then I've been like, though. but why? Because you're so we're so connected. Like I well, really that whole thing. I've talked <laughs> yeah. about it so many times of like having your taxi light on. Yeah, you know, like you right. can just not have your taxi light on. Yeah. Like, and, and it's, yeah. I think it's like the good people, like good, smart, self-aware people know that. Mm. And then a lot of people, especially like straight dudes, like want to have just it half Attention. on and the analogy starts that, to break yeah. down. That but you know, really they want sucks. to have you on the hook, but they don't want to, all of these analogies suck. I'm no, so no, they them, don't you know at all because like, you really need them. Yeah. Because there's a difference like, between like, there's a difference between like going on dates with people, yeah, you know, and and the whole time that you're like going on dates with someone. Actually, I have a perfect example, like, um, where and and while you're doing that, you're like, but I'm not actually looking for anything. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. other person, you're like, then what the fuck are we doing? Why, right. why are we? Am I allowed to swear on this? Oh my god! Been, yeah, okay, forever. Cool, 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 cool. For sure. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just uh, yeah. it can get ugly. But I, and so. then I think it's tricky because there is totally, slightly intentionally but slightly non intentionally bringing it to the theme. But like I feel like there is also like we do live in a time and a place where it's super legit to just want like physical intimacy. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. what your light is on for. But it's yeah. really hard to find mm-hmm. people who like. That's also what they're about, and it's truly that's it. For and there's straight people, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Because, no, and for it, sure. I I really do think that, but but it's also that same thing of the, like what we you know always talk about is um, we are a generation that is incapable of saying what they feel in the moment mm, out okay. of fear mm-hmm. of um, being like rejected or fear of thinking that we're wrong for having mm-hmm. those feelings, and it's like all based in shame or you know. What, whatever our issues are but that's for me the hardest thing and I've always struggled f- through that and I think one of the main reasons why I have like um, such certainty at this point that I know what I can't give is because I uh, I don't want to have to like um, worry about that mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. yeah but that's the but more mature way of doing it totally. than like ha- and I know and stringing people along yeah, yeah. and I've done i'm never innocent in any of this that i ever talk about like i'm so complicit and just want what i'll take like i'm gonna keep this going as long as i can if i really like you i think it's also important to mention just because like also with our first male guest here i think it's also like we i think that you know I don't want to talk about the patriarchy, but like, of course, I want to talk about We're the patriarchy. We're gonna fuck <laughs> patriarchy. But you know what I mean? Like, like I think that women are also very much fed an idea of what we should want from mm-hmm. a really young age, like really fucking spoon fed that Disney. shit of what we should want. Yeah. Disney, and. Oh. We're the first generation that, not the first generation, I mean, I guess our parents a little bit, Generation X really could kind of start to rethink those molds, but we're really the first generation of, um, of people who are really, really have to rethink those molds. Like everything has changed now in terms of family structure and, you know, and I think it's, it is, and it also is a big difference, I, I think between like straight and like non straight Mm -hmm. relationships because Mm -hmm. the straight relationships, like it's like. Are you going to be the Disney's characters or are you going to be like a fucking shitty sociopath who just wants to fuck this girl and leave her? And I think there's so many gray areas in between that of like, I've had moments where I didn't want to be in a relationship. I've had moments where I did really want to be in relationships and like no one would be in a relationship. You know, like, and it's like everything in between. But I feel like it's also just very, um, we both have to like navigate saying what we want Mm -hmm. and understanding that like what we want is like based on this weird historical teeter totter yes. we're right in the middle of. More that what we want will change. Totally. You know, and like you don't have to be so, you don't have to put so much weight on like what I want right now in this moment versus what you could eventually want. Totally. You know? Yeah. Um, I just want it when it feels real. And it's yeah. frustrating when your feel real isn't the right of course. For sure. Time, I place, think, whatever. I sort of think what you were talking about a little bit has a lot to do with, like, the internet and the fact that we have, so that everyone has access mm-hmm. to these sort of new ideals or these, like, alternative sort of ideals and, um, 
and, uh, you know, of whether it's like feminism or like, you know, queer theory or stuff like that. Um, and, and what we're seeing now is like, you know, is even like the straight community really like questioning these things of like, mm -hmm. why the fuck do I have to play these games? You know, like, why do I have to be the one to, sure. you know, do all these things? And something that I've really started to embrace, um, ever since moving to New York is like learning about like, um, queer theory and especially like this theory of like queer futurity, um, which are basically, you know, what's relative to this podcast is the idea of like making your own rules and figuring out what your own boundaries are and what you want. And I'm lost in that completely. I, I don't know if I have even figured out close to what I want in terms of, um, companionship or partnership, you know? Um, but, uh, but like, um, but I know at least that I feel more comfortable, uh, understanding that I can create those. For boundaries. sure. And yeah. I'm getting closer, you know. Totally. I feel mm -hmm. like the queer community has, like, laid bricks for the straight community mm -hmm. totally. in this way. Like, yeah. I feel like, like the, in, like, you know, straight relationships, it's now way more normal to, like, be like, well, I don't know if I want to get married. Right. <laughs> you yes. know? So Although that, still, like, also... fucking not a week passes when... Right in my life, where someone isn't like, "When are you getting married?" And I'm like, yeah, "Fuck you!" Like, yeah. whatever thing, it's fucking also want only to, or never. People say to women, "Yeah, is he like?" That's no actually, one is, well, actually, that's no, not true. dude. No, it's, Jeff's family does the same shit <laughs> well, to just him. Family, and it's like, but yeah, also, that's true. you know, it's only family that does that's it to true. men. It's not like that's super, um, super true. Yeah, it's not like someone's boss being like, "Oh, Richard, yeah, when are you gonna finally settle down?" Yeah, it's like, it's like it's "Oh, that. Richard, totally yeah, living like, oh, this life. bachelor, yeah, yeah. exactly." Um, yeah, and I think also open relationships are starting to become so much more mainstream, mm -hmm. um, and um, I don't know, just alternative relationships in general. Yeah, like anything, anything that questions Disney mold, I think is so positive, sure. especially, especially for women, because mm -hmm. yes. the people who suffer from those molds the most are women, yes. and they always have been. Yes, absolutely. So like, yeah, it's so important, and just <clears throat> totally. yeah, just being able to be like the only generation where like I don't have to feel totally shamed of like being sexually liberated and you know and then like, you still like will be if you write about it on oh for sure get told to kill yourself a couple times yeah. but uh, yeah, yeah. For sure. <laughs> like it's yeah it's we're getting baby steps or like trolls. this is a this is a moment of though not to, we don't have to get into all that but oh it's like cracking shits, open completely. yes the yeah. egg the is witch hunt I, like, <laughs> witch hunt positive witch hunt i keep yes. talking about lindy west's piece that she right, wrote because right before Thanksgiving in the New yeah. York Times and she was like yeah this is a witch hunt we're it's, witches and we're hunting you and it was like she wrote this whole thing whatever and then it ended with like happy Halloween yes. you know? and I was like, yeah oh my God, fuck yes, you yeah so because so also the like when people say witch hunt when those guys say witch hunt I'm like guys that's like Salem witch trials you were right. doing it to us then exactly like, like, nothing that's not, stop using that word I'm trying to reclaim that word so hard yeah. I keep saying like the good hunt like the good I keep calling it the good witch hunt yeah because I think that's what it is it's the witch hunt and the I want it to be like, yeah, we're fucking yeah. witches are fucking powerful badass ladies, yeah. like, and we are whatever. Okay. Did, did y'all see um, Sarah Silverman's uh, sort of like little monologue? I actually didn't watch it yet. Yeah, it's just unreal. And what I my favorite thing about it is it, um, her sentiment is just like this is going to hurt. This is not going to be fun. This is going to be really and especially like and not that they're any better, but it's certainly for our side disappointing is um you know people like al franken know. and you're like you're doing such good but also like for sure oh, what you know jeffrey tambor um, fucking jeffrey yes. tambor. no oh, yeah it's, it's non-partisan like exactly and for her you know who is someone who is so close to louis ck for so long you watch her and she you never get to see sarah silverman like this um even though she is constantly vulnerable and smart and articulate and interesting and um and, and really solid on her perspective just be like I'm at a loss, you know, and, but being absolutely confident in the fact that, um, this horrific, like cracking that's happening right now is so good for us. Yeah. And in the long term, it's going to be such a necessary turn in yeah. our society, you know? For sure. It's so huge. Yeah. And it's just like, I mean, it's, it's, it's no different than with toddlers. Like people will get away with as much as they're allowed to get away with. Like so people push to... boundaries. People, yeah. that's what people do, and it's shitty and it's disgusting and whatever. But it's like, yeah, the fact that people have now been like, cool, 
you're not allowed to get away with it. You can't just treat women however it's, you want. Yeah. Consequences like, are actually happening. Exactly. Except for our, you know. It's accountability. Our leader. <laughs> except, except for the president. Who I can't stop shitting on exactly. all this podcast. Oh, no. And we should <laughs> continue to shit because it's our job and we have to. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's it's a very dark power being taken away step by mm-hmm. step by step by step. Mm-hmm. And I hope that everyone continues to keep coming forward. And Yeah. Fucking I wish amen. I had a wish hat to put on right now. Just so we <laughs> dance naked uh, in the woods like fucking Titchibus style, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, Dying. Should we talk about hookups? No. <laughs> <laughs> hookups are way more fun. Hookups. Well, I was going to say, okay, am I allowed to just switch gears like that? Yeah. Like an yeah. asshole. Yeah. Like a witch, like a witch. Yeah, totally. <laughs> what? Because I have, I'm going to say it. Um, that kind of witch, like very stereotypically, I always have some feelings with sex. Like mm. there have been a couple people in my, I, I don't know. Mm. I just, for me, especially if we're like good, good at friendship and good at sex. I'm mm. like, oh, well, I really like you. Yeah. Like for me, I'm, I'm not so good at hookups. Okay. So I kind of am like, what makes a successful hookup? Well, I think first of all, that, um, all genders and orientations, there are, people that can disconnect it and there are people that can't, Mm -hmm. do you know? Um, and I, and I don't know why I was built like this, but like, I, I, um, have not really found someone where I have connected the emotional to the sexual. And I think that it's, um, it is a part of my journey. And I feel like, um, there's a sort of intimacy that I will eventually learn to embrace. Um, but I think that, uh, I was really, uh, repressed for a long time. And so, my, like right now it's just all about embracing that side of myself you know um or at least that's how i understand it apps make it so easy to just be really upfront about what you want and what your boundaries are and just mm-hmm. being able to be like um you know like there's so many tropes on gay dating apps where like um you know someone will out of the blue um just say like looking or whatever and you're like yeah 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 right and then mm-hmm. you and you know you're like oh he's like you know one stop away on the sea or you know um whatever and and you know just if something clicks within you and there's a curiosity then like and you have the time it's like why not you know yeah. because i've also found the uh, autonomy and the ability to at any point in the um mutual transaction to be like never mind you know mm. Yeah. It's um, so different than like, oh, we've been on four dates and you've paid for my four dates. Not that, that uh, there's pressure. I don't right, feel that way, but yeah. just none that like, I, I feel like maybe I could get done with like a super random thing. Totally. And I is, it's way easier, I think, um, for two male identified people because, um, especially, well, maybe it's just easier because you both have said that you want it. So you show up at the person's place and there's a little bit of scare of, of like fear of like, <laughs> this person might murder me, mm-hmm. you sure. know, yeah. um, that's never going to go away. But sometimes that makes it a little better, you know, um, that's fucked up. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. But, that was but, great. <laughs> but, but it does. It's like, you know, there's, there's like a little fear within, there's like a little adrenaline is what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. just adrenaline. Totally. Right. And so, um, and, um, I don't know, like it, it's like you, um, you're just like with the other person and, um, and you, you just already know what both of you want and you can just go for it. And sometimes there's good chemistry and sometimes there's really shitty chemistry and you, or the person's is a real, uh, not what you were expecting or not what you were thinking. And, um, it can be a really good practice in, uh, in actualizing and being able to say what you feel, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, my, I once had a therapist who, were, who was like, these hookups are like, are, you treat them like I, like I wish you treated these therapy sessions hmm. in that hmm. I be, that I feel far more um, powerful and confident in them because I'm more comfortable with strangers than I am with people that I have actual, like, hmm. uh, mm. built upon relationships with, because I want to fulfill my role in a relation, in, in a friendship and a relationship. Mm. And I don't want to disappoint Whereas I walk into a, um, in a stranger's house and I'm like, what's up? Like, let, you know, cool. Yeah. yeah. And, and before you got in there, you guys have exchanged, like you guys <laughs> exactly. know, you yeah. guys have already talked about like right. what, you know, right. what this is, you yeah. know what it is. Like yeah. the parameters are like yeah. kind of implied. And if it's fun, then you can just keep doing it. Yeah. You know? yeah. Totally. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's really... Uh, and, and I, you know, um, everyone has their own sort of, like, way that they like to do it. But I think that it's... Um, I think it's... I have so many friends that I've met through hooking up. Mm. Oddly, you know? Um, and I've had, like, the first love of my life I met... Um, because I went over to his house at like 9.30 in the morning on a oh day that God. I had to work. You know what I mean? And like, and afterwards we like laughed about, we laughed at Jenny Slate videos for like 20 minutes. And then I went back to my apartment, got ready and went to work. She brings people together. She, she brings does. people together. She does. We have um, a Jenny. table full of Jenny, Jenny Slate fans here. Jim, are you on the Jenny Slate train? All right. We're going to get you. We're going to yeah. get you on. We got you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, I think it's this weird. Yeah. I think that it makes sense to me that like a relationship, any type, if it's a family relationship, romantic friendship, whatever, yeah. a, re- a relationship between two people mm. is like one of the most complex flowers on earth. Totally. And like a hookup, there's something pretty simple about it. Right. You know, it's like right. you both kind of know what it is and so much complications. Yeah. And relationships and love and murder and all of these different things can spring out of a hookup but the hookup yeah. itself is like a pretty it's simple a fun thing mystery, yeah it's a fun mystery though and i will also say um and i only speak for myself in this but you know there is this major history in um the gay and queer community of cruising of like public cruising and public mm-hmm. parks and like all this stuff and um, that obviously came out of the need for it because there were no other spaces for it. Um, but those spaces still exist. Um, and I have found a lot of joy in those. And, I, you know, it's taking a lot of work to, like, work past the shame of that. But um, there's uh, there's so much, um, uh, I, I don't know, um, joy that you can find amongst people who you have like one thing that you have in common or that you know you mm-hmm. have in common that just like makes sense yeah. or it clicks or it, mm-hmm. you know, or something happens. And it's like kind of magical and there's a romance in it as well. Um, whether it's like in like a public space or at, you know, some sort of um, gathering um, for, mm-hmm. for that spot. Um, but the specific thing that I think is most relevant to our generation is the fact that in app culture you can sort of take on any role that you want and you can explore that within yourself, you know, especially for people like, um, queer people, most of us who were raised by straight people who had no idea what to do with us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and and also on a big generational, yeah, all of a huge generational gap where it was, we were on the border of it being like this, you know, this, you know, very dark and sad, oh my and God. intense history yeah. to now where it's like this amazingly like joyous, yeah. celebrated part of our culture in the right parts of America. Of course, you know, in yeah, the world. exactly. But, well, yeah. yeah, I mean, and 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 just to clarify what you're saying for anyone who maybe doesn't catch on, but like, uh, my mom um, had like, you know, the three gay people that she knew growing up, all died of AIDS, you know, and yep. all of yeah. their friends died of AIDS. Yeah. And like, these are that generation of, of parents lived through a very specific moment and whether or not they knew anyone who died of AIDS, the, the news coverage that they had of yeah. gay people, if that was the only, you know, yeah. uh, expo, uh, ex- what's the word I'm looking for? Excuse. Exposure that they had, you know, it's just fully tragic. Um, and uh, because we're on this topic anyways, I will also say that hookup culture is so much easier now for gay people because of prep and because of, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, this, um, the, the HIV and AIDS treatment that we have now, which, you know, I used to be terrified of like all sexual acts because of the fear of like testing positive mm-hmm. for HIV. And that is completely gone now because it's impossible to transmit if you are undetectable or if you uh, are taking prep daily. Right. Should we That's just plug really quickly? Do you want to explain prep? Yeah. Um, just... Yeah. Prep. I'm going to try my best. No, it can um, be quick. And we don't have yeah. to. Sorry. I no, know what it is, but I feel like some people don't. Totally. It's pre-exposure prophylaxis. prophylaxis um, and it's basically a once a day pill 
that you take um, that you can get for free um, at almost any clinic uh, here in New York. And if you're in, um, if you have access to Planned Parenthood, they also uh, do it as well. You can find it almost anywhere. And if you have a Gilead card that you can get through Gilead, the manufacturers who make it, it's completely free. Um, you take it once a day and it basically reduces the risk. It makes it basically impossible for you to uh, to to get HIV from transmission. Um, and the same type of medication is used in a different way for people who have, uh, who are HIV positive. Um, and it can reduce their viral load to a point where it is impossible for them to transmit HIV to another person. Um, and this is brand new, you know, this is all in the past like five years. Um, so it's really like revolutionized, uh, you know, how we, how the gay community thinks of sex and, um, and thinks of safety and thinks of how we protect each other and ourselves. Um, and certainly for me, um, having, you know, coming from, uh, and just for a lot of people in my generation who come from parents with, um, you know, uh, with such fears for us, yeah, you know, uh, and, and we those grew fears up with it. Project- I remember exactly. new stories and, you know, yeah. It, yeah. you know, it was, it, you know, we were both born in the late, late 80s, 80s yeah. and so for a lot of, I think, the worst parts of it, we were, you know, pretty young, but I remember that mm-hmm. shit on the news. Like, yeah. that's, I can't imagine yeah. the way it, the, the way that fear must implant. Totally. And especially when I first moved to New York, um, and, you know, I was like, I'm going to be so gay now because I finally can be, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, I'm yeah. gonna, like, really find, um, and I don't really use that identity as much, I just try to stick to, like, queer homosexual for political reasons, um, but, uh, f- when it comes to prep, there, you know, it, it got to this point where I just had, um, one too many scares where I was just, like, sitting in a clinic and I was, you know, probably didn't catch, probably didn't, wasn't gonna catch anything, but I was so afraid and the fear and the anxiety sitting in that chair I was finally just like I'm gonna get on prep and then you know eventually it just like leaves anyways but weird this will be a totally un-PC thing no, I shouldn't compare them Please. but it weirdly makes me think of the weird anxiety about getting pregnant you have so sure weird. like I know they're different there's probably so many people like, no but there's but there's something about like your community and there's our a gender. Well, it was shame just, to it. Totally, yeah. There's a connection of shame, right? And yeah. and, and what are you supposed to do about it? Change your life, and that there's no, you know, yes, they are two very different things, but they affect you for the rest of your life. They are an extremely public thing, mm-hmm. that, you know, that you cannot hide from. Yeah. Um, and I don't mean to diminish, like, because get, but a lot of times in our past, it, getting pregnant from the wrong person. Did mean you weren't going to really yeah. survive. An apt comparison actually is how big of a difference the pill made mm. for women in the 70s. Mm. Yeah. It is probably similar yeah. to, in terms of our sexual liberation, yeah. probably similar to what PrEP is doing now mm-hmm. in the queer community. Yeah. Where yes. you're like, oh, cool. I now have some control over something that for all this time has been completely uncontrollable. Right, yeah. <laughs> and I control. will just say, like, since I did a little mini educational thing similar to plan B there's also um a, a similar to sort of day after pill and I'm forgetting the word for it now um uh I think it's PEP and it's post-exposure prophylaxis and if you catch it within like uh, if you think that you've been uh exposed to it um within like 72 hours you can take this regimen of, of pills and it will again you know cut your um that's cool yeah. I didn't actually oh. that. yeah we yeah, are yeah. That is lucky is, fuckers yeah. right now. And, I mean, there's so many things wrong. Again, the world is so bad, but we also have yeah so much. Senators and Congress people, if you are listening, <laughs> please, for the love of God, please keep our health care. Please. Please. That's not just all to all, all of our senator yeah. fans. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're really taking on the, like, we wish we were part of Crooked Media this no, week. No, for sure. <laughs> this is our Crooked Media <laughs> tribute, tribute up. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. 
On, yeah. on all of these on notes. On all of these notes. I think we should wrap we it up. Should. Yeah. Segway. Segway. Follow us on Instagram. Do other things. Do other things. No. Thank you so much for listening. It means the world to us. And we want to really thank Derek for being here. And oh I want gosh, you to... so much fun. Plug your shows. We have a lot of New York listeners. Oh, okay. So uh, if you're in New York, you can come to the monthly um, variety show that my friend Jack Raymond and I host called A Little Death at Club Coming. We are going to do a Christmas edition <laughs> on the 21st of December. Um, and... Um, if you like theater, I'm doing a really weird um, show called Edelweiss, and it is um, a bunch of elves mourning the death of Santa at Dixon Place the week of the 18th. It's a musical kind of-ish. It's free, and it's at a bar. Um, and uh, and uh, in January, um, there's a play that I've been uh, creating for the past two years called Buffalo Bailey's Ranch for Gay Horses, Troubled Teen Girls, and Other. And if you want to learn about that, you can go to buffalobaileysranch.biz. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I'm going to plug Derek for a I, every single time I see Derek perform, and this is not an exaggeration, every single time I have ever seen him perform, I have both laughed and cried. He is an amazing oh, performer, and he does Thank work you. that's really unique that you can't really see anywhere anywhere else. So you should go see him. And I'm going to be I'm gonna be at his show on the 21st, because I promised I was going to be at his show in November, and I didn't oh, go, because I'm a shit robot. <laughs> it's going to be really fun. We're going to have a lot of good best. Also, you can so follow you can come me, say hi to me at Gay Horse Derek. On all of the things. That's what my thing is right now. I'm, I love I'm it. Fucking that shit. Yeah. yeah. Gay horse dark. Yeah. Gay horse dark first. Fifty one first dates pod second. Guys. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for Thanks being for here. Me. That was yeah. so fun. Yeah, it was really cool. Thank you, Jim. And yeah. yeah so we always sign off with saying, "Go on a date. Go on a date. Go on a date. Go on a date. Or, or hook go, up. Or go on a hook up. Go on a hook up. <laughs> Bye. Bye." Special shout out and thanks to Jim from 5 Ohm for recording our episodes and making us sound pretty. Yes, thank you. And also a big shout out to Anthony also from 5 Ohm for making us sound really good in post. And you should check 5 Ohm out online at 5ohm.com. And that's spelled F-I-V-E-O-H-M. Ohm.